Hi, and welcome to take three of the coolest show that I know, Cool Things with Hollywood Hank. Um, it's take three because, uh, you know, I keep trying to make this a very short beginning segment, so this is, I'm going to try to, and all the other three went to this full ten minutes, because I want to do a small update on last podcast, and then I want to move on to something else. Uh, last podcast, we talked about the Dragon Ball Z voice actors. Vic, who plays Broly, versus Funimation, and versus Bulma, Monica, and her boyfriend Ron for defamation and other charges, lots of other charges. And then there was another lady that I forgot was involved that I didn't tell you guys about. Sorry, I hid her from you. And it's a good thing I did. Judge said, hey, you know what? She's out. Uh, the process sounded like it wasn't that fair. Um, it can still be reconsidered. She went to Twitter and said, the trash hath, trash hath been taken out, talking about Vic. Not really that nice a thing to say, especially when it could you could still be called back for it. So it wasn't really a safe thing to say. Not really smart. Um, he, he was a little unorthodox, from, and if you follow it, then you can watch any of the videos. The, the Nick Ricada, it's a lengthy three-hour talking about, but when you listen to it, you, you can understand why it, it could be... Um, like Maybe this is not... Uh, I don't know, maybe this is not going so well for Vic, but then again, maybe it is, I mean, because uh, at the end, that girl, you know, they let, they told her she's off, but Monica and Ron and Funimation are still possibly going to be sued for defamation. The judge says, hey, what, guess what, I'm not going to tell you today on Friday, I'll tell you in 30 days, <laughs> so 30 Days. So if you're we're waiting for this podcast to hear, please, Hollywood, tell me, tell me the answer. What happened with this thing I barely care about or things that I'm very interested in that I am not following too? And I already know the answer to one of the two. I think some of you fall on the side of you don't know, you don't really care too much about it, but um, you, it is sort of interesting. So that's the update. Really short update so we can move to something else. Um, 30 days, we'll see if he rules for Victor or against him, and then that's when the debate about appeals, or do I even bother fighting anymore? Hopefully he does, because uh, they did defame him, and even the girl who that they let go defamed him, and I think they're going to wind up calling her back, so her little trashy, the track that's been taken out Twitter thing, um, should have saved that for when you were totally safe. Uh, if you are, congratulations, and you're a sore winner. But I would never, maybe I would have, I don't know, I'm a jerk sometimes. All right, well, we're going to end this segment short. And this is like three minutes instead of like 13 on the first one and then eight on the second one. So that was a short, short update. Let's move on to something else. Okay. That's right, I'm behind you in your seat if you're in the car. I'm actually folded underneath the back seat. If you're in a truck, it's kind of weird. I'm in the back tailgate. You just didn't look clearly. Um, not really. Um, I, I don't like your car, and it's a little kind of cramped. And it's it might be illegal to ride in the back unless you're in some park or something. I don't know. I would never do that. Uh, not at least and admit it to you. <laughs> well, that's kind of frightening to think that I might be behind you lurking. Well, let's go a little frightening. Let's revisit a podcast of the past. I haven't told anything scary recently, have I? I don't think I have. I don't think I have. Um, 
I will update you on uh, it's a personal story of mine and uh, if you want to know that story you can reference my podcasts uh, it was like one of I think it might have been my second podcast it was one I did really late at night this one's during the day just because that's just when I chose to record it not because I'm scared it's just a perfect time for me to record it anyway moving on the shadow being that I told you that might be bad memories from my past I think it struck again I think it did um, I did have a dream not more than two days ago it was Saturday when I was laying back down for some rest before I went to my job because I work overnight in the night how about you but just kidding there's nothing back there um basically I was in a dream state uh it was and you'll have to bear with me because this was a confusing dream it wasn't an organized dream like normal um it was but it had the same element as the shadow creature or thing in it um this one was different I was in a different dream um, somehow Friday the 13th got in there and, and I really wasn't that frightened of it you know because I, I, Jason was nowhere I was just like oh this this is Friday the 13th and it's like it was a cabin and not even the full cabin was mapped out in this dream it was just I knew I was in a cabin in Friday the 13th I don't know if that was the world the game the movie I just knew something Friday the 13th was uh, going on and that's all I knew in the dream um, and and then I was like um, in the middle of the room and I couldn't move and uh, this is where you're, if you're in a dream state you're sort of awake, you're sort of asleep I could hear the sound of me like moaning because I, I was terrified, I was scared I couldn't move and I was like you know and there it was, it was a shadow thing above me again you know, basically coming to get me um, the it's just very frightening and I remember saying let me go and uh, the I don't know how the whole dream would have turned out because my wife heard that I was making noises and so she kind of nudged me to shake me out of the dream state but um, as I'm trying to fade from sleep to awake in the dream world the that it sounded like I would you know how if you're in a you're coming out of a well I guess no one can know they're coming out of a coma but you know how it depicts that you passed out in movies or you're coming out of a coma you can hear all these muffled voices speaking uh, but I could hear muffled voices and they were like looks like he's having a bad dream yeah he's having a bad dream and so it was very very unnerving because I was like what in the heck does is this even a shadow person dream because I've never heard anyone say that to me in a dream was that Melissa and my voice processed it and many many people's voices or different voices um, I don't think she spoke to me at all she didn't say hey I spoke to you she says hey I just shook you to make because you were making noises and I thought you were having a bad dream and uh, I was and uh you know, like I said, it was like it was coming out, it was coming down to get me, 
And then it's like, look, he's, looks like he's having a bad dream. <laughs> but it was clearly it. But I almost didn't want to talk about it because I was like, I like when I have that experience to be a clear shadow thing trying to get me or interact with me or whatever experience. I like it to be like, yes, this is 100% it. There was no weird Friday the 13th or <laughs> some other of the world. It's usually in my house right there where that's where it takes place. And oddly enough, I mean, there were similarities of, of the cabin to, I don't know about the current house, but an older house that we lived in. Um, there was, it's just, it had a familiarity to it. Um, but you can't really tell what your dreams will do to you. Um, the, it's aggravating a little because, um, it, but it's not, it's aggravating, but it's also, I'm glad I don't know. It's aggravating because you don't know, hey, what is this? Is this a repressed memory or something trying to get me? Or is this like, you know, my own brain being like, ha, 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 I'm playing with you. Uh, you know, something like that. And that that's the part that I find. Well, as you just saw, the story was abruptly cut off. Um, I do most of my podcasting from my phone, and that was a phone call. <laughs> so... Uh, apologies about I hate rough cuts like that um, I suppose if I did this on the computer I could probably stream it this clip with that clip together seamlessly and you'd never would have known but I do this on my phone and I do it uh, and I enjoy it it's really easy and it just I can do it on the fly anytime but if I did it on the computer I have to sit there and put this with this and that and that um, probably I don't know I have a friend who's done it with a computer and he said it was a little harder but um Basically, you know, going a little bit back, I'm not going to spend too much more long on this because I was almost done anyway until that person called. It wasn't an important call anyway. It was just like a a sales call. Um, but, you know, the, like I said, it's, it's aggravating not to know exactly what it is that is basically, you know, going on. Is it a memory? Is it not? And then sometimes I guess it's good because um, I guess if if I knew uh, you could you could look at the other side of it. Okay, let's say I knew, and it says, and someone come and said, "Hey, I, I know exactly what it is. I saw the future, or I can read in your mind. We psychoanalyzed you, or something. And uh, here's what's wrong. Here's why this is happening. And uh, it's." Uh, it's not a and let's say this is worst case scenario. Okay, go, follow me for a second here. This is why it's good that you don't know. Um, we've analyzed everything. You shouldn't be having this thing. That is, it's an anomaly. Uh, uh, we could, yes, yes. That, well, you haven't heard from you in a while, have we, Misty? Misty wants in, but uh, this is not the room I let her in. I'm sorry, but um, basically. Missy has good timing. Basically, it's like the doctors say, we can't find anything. Not even Misty can. It is something trying to get you. <laughs> so basically, you'd be like, oh my God, I wish I, I had no idea. Now I'm going to have trouble sleeping for the rest of my life. I don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, but it's uh, I still fall with my original um, thoughts is that it's just more like of a repressed memory or just a random nightmare. Um, the fact that it's so similar and happens so often uh, isn't, I don't think it's uncommon. I mean, some people, and I think I've had it at least once, I've had the nightmare your teeth fell out or something, and uh, it's like, oh no, all my teeth are gone, and you wake up, and you're like, oh, there they are, they're still here. And uh, sometimes those are reoccurring dreams, and different things cause it. Um, 
What caused that? I don't know. Uh, stress, uh, just being too tired. Maybe I should have uh, not gone in or went to bed earlier. You know, different uh, different things. Because I, I did kill an hour. Uh, I came home from eating with my parents, and uh, and I, I sat and watched TV for an hour. Should have went straight to bed. Because <laughs> I would have had an extra hour of sleep. Maybe that's all it would have taken And that would, if that was just lack of rest. And Misty agrees. Misty agrees. I should have. I, yes, I know. All right. This is the end of part one of my podcast, even though this is part. I'm not even going to explain that. This is the. This is not the end. This is only. the. We're going to take a short break and get our thoughts a little more collected. Thank you for interrupting everything, phone call. Hi, and welcome back to a second part. Why do I keep trying to say it's the second part? The next part of the podcast. Yeah, it could be the fourth or fifth part. Who knows? But um, especially since I have extra stuff on this one. Uh, it's still going to be about the same time limit. I've kind of calculated up the minutes. Um, um, Although I didn't follow the AEW last pay-per-view super closely, I followed it. Uh, you know, they couldn't put the Dean Ambrose, uh, which is now called John Moxley, against Kenny Omega. So they got uh, a guy named Pack to face uh, Kenny Omega, and he is a really good wrestler. Um, I'm trying to remember his WWE name, which you probably don't even know. Uh, wouldn't know that him and the WWE because he was a more recent wrestler. He was a smaller superstar. He was like in the cruiserweight division. Um, see, I'm still trying to recall his name, and uh, you know he. He could wrestle. I mean, he could really wrestle. He left over creative differences. They were just kind of wasting him. And uh, so he, he left WWE, and he went to the independent scene. And uh, now he surfaced on AEW, uh, you know, as he was before. He had wrestled a couple matches for him before. And uh, he wrestled in uh, John Moxley's place, and, uh, he, and he won. And so he's, uh, he's going to face... Um, Hangman Page, who lost Chris Jericho. Chris Jericho, congrats, is the new and first ever AEW champion, which uh, AEW starts on, uh, what is it, TNT in October, October 2nd? I can't wait to see uh, how good it will be or not be. It even his championship win, you know, he walks backstage and he's berating the people because nobody's cheering for him. Nobody wanted him to win. And so he's mocking all the other wrestlers who aren't, like, uh, saying congrats and stuff or until they say, like, they don't want to, like, congratulations. And so he goes to start celebrating. He says, fine, I'll celebrate with myself. And uh, it gave birth to, like, a, uh, a, a meme. Some of it, the meme, some of them are ridiculous and stupid, but some of them were actually funny. Uh, I don't know if it's worth your time to look it up. But he goes back, and uh, he's talking about celebrating. He's like, this is how you celebrate. Uh, you know, is this how you treat your champion? Uh, look at this. I'm a, I've got, like, this cheap, you know, sausage roll or whatever. And then uh, he goes to for the champagne. He's like, oh, a little bit of the bubbly. And then that's been what people have put in uh, several different memes. It's just the way he says it uh, was funny, and so they memed it to death. Uh, I watched, uh, I probably watched 30 minutes of memes. Some of them were stupid and pointless. Some of them were actually good. Uh, Usually it's, I don't know. It's better. I do. I do find it amusing when he says it. Just some of the memes were just like 
not that great. And so I was like, oh, this is not the perfect thing to be memed everywhere. But um, they even had, did like the Bubble Guppies cartoon show. And, and every time they would say bubble, then they would have uh, Chris Jericho dubbed in going bubbly instead of bubble. So <laughs> the bubbly guffings basically. And uh, that one was all right. You know, it was pretty funny because it just, it just got old after a while. You're like, oh, tired of hearing this over and over again. Um, it was a pretty good meme. Um, I think uh, him being champion, you know, some people might be going, oh, he's an old WWE wrestler. It's going to stink or whatever. Jericho is a talented wrestler, and uh, basically uh, I think he'll be a good champion. Um, there was, I don't know if it was storyline related and or AEW planned it or Jericho planned it just to get attention on himself or AEW, but he actually had uh, his world title uh, in the first 24 hours, so that really weird there for me. That might have been dyslexic. But um, in the first 24 hours, somebody had stolen his championship belt. And it wasn't like televised. We're like, oh, somebody sneaks in and takes it or whatever. It was like um, they got the police involved because it was his car had been broken into while he was at Longhorn Steakhouse. You got one here in your town. Yeah, go have a steak or, like me, get chicken fingers and confuse the heck out of everybody. This is a steak place. It's like, but they have fresh chicken tenders, hand-breaded. They're so delicious. Dangerously delicious. But, um... Basically, um, oh yeah, I'm not being paid by Longhorn. I just like saying this stuff. <laughs> but um, they broke into his car and stole his title. Um, if it was a what they call a worked shoot, which is basically a planned event to happen that seems very, very real, it was done very well because they got the police involved and the police actually found the belt and got it back to Jericho. They found it uh, on the side of the road of all places, just throw, and so it was kind of uh, confusing. But let me say that that might not be correct because I was watching the video and they said that's where they found it. They maybe they weren't a Chris Jericho fan and they said, "Hey, let's just say they found it on the side of the road." So I, I have to do a little bit more research, but the point is it was lost or stolen and it was recovered and now it's back with Jericho. Uh, as far as I know, I don't know if he's pressing charges or AEW's pressing charges or if it was like a stunt to get more attention on Jericho um, because uh, and AEW because what, what will get you in the news faster than someone broke in your car, stole a new... I don't know if they're just overestimating the price of the belt or if it really is made of gold and has diamonds uh, they tell you that but a lot of things in wrestling is fake or not real um, I assume that it was expensive was it a $30,000 belt I, I don't know but if it was you know I don't think and, and since it's the only one of its existence it would somebody probably would have dumped it if they stole it because how are you going to sell that and they know where you got it they know you stole it from Chris Jericho and AEW AEW excuse me but um the the whole thing to me smells like it was fake just to drum up publicity. I I don't know that, and I'm not saying that they did that uh, in no way. But it was just like, okay, well, where's the guy in handcuffs that took this? Uh, did they track it down him down him or her down? Did did they do that? Um, um, the wrestling world will do what it always does, regardless of if this event was a planned work shoot, which was something that was supposed to look real 
and be realish that was actually planned um, or whether it was a real legitimate theft and then the person abandoned it um, the AEW will probably I'd be surprised if they don't work it into a storyline um, because you, uh, I, I would hope they would would or I don't know I don't know how to feel about it but anyway, like WWE always does that something really happened in reality they would uh, basically work it into the story and then it would be part of the actual program to get you to tune in to see what they said about it uh, Jericho had mentioned it in some sort of uh, YouTube video you know that he's got it back and he's a champion and all that and uh, you know he didn't say hey I'm going after this guy or whatever or and then no guy attacked him at his home or did some sort of you know oh I did it bro or whatever that could be coming but or maybe it won't maybe it was just an isolated incident and uh, it wasn't meant to draw stuff and it just randomly happened I think it might have been planned so that they got more even more attention because the pay-per-view got attention because it was popular with wrestling fans but if you want to draw eyes to it outside the wrestling world uh, nothing can do that more than hey look at this a, a wrestling champion's belt was stolen out of his car and the police are investigating so you at least you hit the news and then the news spreads it to the internet. The internet spreads it to people who don't watch wrestling. And then they're like, "Hey, I might want to turn into tune into the AEW in October to find out what the story is, or I want to look it up on the internet. Oh, my, maybe I'll like this. Or if you're an old wrestling fan that's quit, Jericho's a champion of what? Oh man, they stole the belt. Well, I've got to check this out. Um, and so I think it ultimately could have been a marketing thing. Um, the truth will come out. If so, um, no one really got hurt. I don't think, and it's not like people were crying, oh God, please get his belt back, Jericho, please get it back. You know, it didn't really impact anyone, except Jericho if it was real, and AEW if it was real. Uh, and uh, and they didn't carry it too far if it was like a, just a, hey, watch our show gimmick thing. Um, um, part of me believes it was real because there are a lot of stupid people out there. So I'm pretty sure some dumb person and uh, you know what the sad thing is it was probably an even dumber person because it wasn't about the money it wasn't about having a championship belt they probably just didn't like Chris Jericho and that would be the stupidest reason to do that oh I hate him I'll show him I'll take his belt it's like uh, come on grow up it's wrestling <laughs> And uh, you know, if, if it's real, then it's sad that that's most likely what happened. It wasn't somebody trying to get money. It was somebody just trying to get Jericho because they believe he's an evil jerk or whatever. Um, I hate to spoil it for anyone who's listening, but wrestling is not... I'm not... <laughs> it's, I even have trouble saying it. Wrestling is staged. It is a well-done TV sporting athletic event with predetermined winners uh if you watched a real wrestling match you they're not going to do all these spots to entertain you they're going to be very boring and you're and the person you like is probably not going to win and it's going to be so boring i i dabbled in backyard wrestling with me and my friends and we wanted to have real pins so we would be out there trying to real pin each other and when you go back and you try to watch those little tapes that you have it is the most horrible boring stuff to watch and when we went staged or planned it was entertaining. You were laughing. You were having a good time. And it was interesting. But 
we, wrestling is real. If it was real, it would be very sucky. Not because of storylines, but because, you know, it's just it just wouldn't be. And uh, it's an entertainment. It is an entertainment that is tough on the body. Uh, I don't want to make light of that. If anyone thinks I'm saying, oh, no one's going to get hurt, it's all fake. No, it is very tough on the body. It is real as far as impact and damages to your body. But as far as, is this person being this person... We're going to find out they already know who's going to win. And they're going to put that together a show that will entertain you. Um, it blurs the line to reality. And that's what I like about it. Because even me, uh, someone who's seen it and grown up on it, will still, to this day, not be sure if something is... Hey, that looked really personal. Is that real? Or is this put on? Or, oh my God, did that guy really just hurt himself? Is that real? Or is that... And you still get that from different matches. You're like, whoa, I can't believe what just happened. Uh, or if something seems real, like the Jericho belt theft, it could be very well real. Or it could be just a really cleverly done uh, promotional angle, which I give them props if it was. In the old days of wrestling, um, everyone thought it was real. And uh, it was real until people started discovering it wasn't. And maybe we'll go into stories like that on the next podcast. This is I'm going to end the podcast now before I keep going on because I need to get some sleep. It has been great talking to you about wrestling. And see you on the next podcast.